I spent the last five years learning about copywriting, sales funnels, and lead generation. And I've used that knowledge to set up automated funnels that generate new leads for my business every single day. And now I'm going to use that experience to create a million dollar business helping other business owners and entrepreneurs generate leads using sales funnels. How will I do it from the ground up without any kind of funding or debt? Well, this podcast is going to chronicle the journey so you can follow along. I'm going to share my business experience, advice, and strategies for creating an online empire. My name is Sean Bailey, and this is the Certified Funnel Expert Podcast. Hey, that's Sean Bailey, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. So today I want to talk about um, business and uh, what it's really about. And it's really about relationships that you build along the way. Um, Because once you start a few, then especially if you do good work, uh, people will probably talk about you and your good work. And people that you've worked with, they're going to know and talk to other people. And that's kind of how you get people all of a sudden being referred to you, which is what happened to me uh, yesterday. My one client that I've done a couple of webinars for, uh, he's in a mastermind. Uh, so a group of people uh, that pay a lot of money to hang out together and hold each other accountable. So the cool thing is, is that with this mastermind, um, there's a lot of you know entrepreneurs and um, you know other people with their own business in there, and. Uh, <clears throat> One of the uh, guys was introduced to me. Um, it was like through Facebook Messenger. So my previous client was like, "Hey, this is uh, Keith, and he wants to, you know, he's uh, he's a business owner. Uh, I met Sean this way. Sean's done work for me." Uh, and then he said, "You know, a whole bunch of good things about me and my copywriting." I was like, "Okay, so there's your introduction, and take it." So, so yeah. So then I talked to Keith for a few minutes. Uh, on the Facebook Messenger and was like, cool, let's uh, meet up and talk. So I'm actually going to talk with him later today and uh, see if I can't help him out with some copywriting needs. So I'm super stoked to to talk to this guy and uh, find out what he wants, find out how I can help him, and uh, yeah, just do some more good things for him, write up some kick-ass copy. Hmm... Traffic is spicy out today, my friends. Good lord. So, um, so yeah, it's really just about um, you know developing relationships and um, you know meeting new people. Because I was going to, I was like, wow, I don't really have anything kind of going on this week in regards to um, you know I did one job for a client. I have some client work. For the guy who did the introduction, uh, I have a project outstanding for him, uh, but I'm waiting on him to get back to me with some stuff, and then I can crank it out for him. So, yeah, so this week I was going to actually figure out uh, content again, because my YouTube channel has just been kind of slacking, and uh, I was doing some reading about YouTube and videos and whatnot, and you really, I mean, here's the thing. So if you go, like back when in the in the 90s back when Seinfeld was on and Friends were on everybody knew they were on at Thursday and they were on right after each other right Seinfeld was on at 7 Friends was on at 7:30 or maybe it was 8 and 8:30 but it was something like that everyone knew when it was on because it was scheduled because it was a habit it was regular and that was you know when it was when it was coming out 
so you would never be on a Wednesday being like, what, there's an episode of Seinfeld out today, you know, or if it was like Thursday at 7 p.m. and then there was, you know, whatever, there just wasn't an episode of it, nothing was being shown, you know, like that just wouldn't happen because they had a, you know, a schedule and they, and they stuck to it. So that's kind of where I'm at with the, with the YouTube channel. I put out um, content uh, on the channel before, but it was never really like a hardcore, regular um, schedule, you know? So now I have to aim for um, filming some content in batches and putting out something like once a week here. Uh, I think maybe every Thursday would be good. Maybe every Wednesday. I'm not sure. One of those two days, but it's going to be one of the two. And... Um, get some more content out there. I have lots of, lots of content ideas, but as far as not feeling overwhelmed or anything like that, um, this way I could go and I could film four episodes on like a, you know, any day of the week, form film, film four episodes, get them all edited up. And then, you know, then I've got like that month covered right next month or in a couple of weeks, film four more, you know, get a little bit ahead on the content and then I can drop, uh, you know, drop something once a week and uh, people are going to have something to go check out and, and watch here. So <clears throat> so that was kind of a revelation that I had yesterday about my YouTube content uh, to be like, okay, there's a new video every week and just do it like that, right? One new video a week. That way it's not like a huge commitment for me as far as creating the content. Uh, thankfully, my stuff is pretty easy. It's usually screen share video, so I don't have to worry about being on camera that much. Um, oh, spicy traffic, I tell ya. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do in regards to uh, the YouTube content. Now, as far as YouTube traffic, uh, I'm going to get some help with that, but, um, and that's gonna be coming here in the next couple of weeks, uh, but the great news is, is that they had a very high price tag and I've been making a whole bunch of money here doing the copywriting. So, um, it's going to kind of offset that cost quite nicely. <clears throat> but when I was reading through, when it comes to a YouTube ad, there's only five components. I can't really recall them off the top of my head here. Uh, da, 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 da. anyways, but the, the most important, the most essential, important part of your YouTube ad is what's called the skip stopper, right? Because you want to stop people from smashing that skip button. Everyone knows what it's like. Okay, you're like, you do a search, you see a list of YouTube videos, you're like, oh, that one is perfect. I cannot, I literally cannot wait to watch that video. You click on it, and then all of a sudden an ad starts, and your hand, your mouse just like starts gliding over to the skip button, and you cannot wait to hit that skip button and get to the video that you really want to see, right? So your your ad video, you literally have no time to waste. None, right? If you're spending the first five or 10 seconds warming up or kind of getting into the groove or winging it, uh, it's not going to work out well for you, right? Uh, I was reading a stat that said 90% of YouTube video ads are skipped, So that means your ad, if you're going to do a YouTube ad, has to be better than 90% of the ads that are out there, right? And you think about how crazy that is. You have five seconds to get someone's attention, right? 
because otherwise they're going to skip. They don't want to watch your ad, but if it's compelling enough and it brings them in, um, I, I'll freely admit there's been some YouTube ads that have come out um, where they got me to not hit the skip button and then drew me in and then all of a sudden it was two minutes later. It was a five-minute ad. And I, you know, I'm at minute two and I'm watching and I'm, you know, I'm in there. Now, the next important thing about the YouTube ads is that if you don't, if you lose their attention, you lose their trust, you lose their interest, anything like that at all, they have the option to bail. They, they will use any and all excuse to smash that skip button and go to the video that they really want to see instead of watching your silly ad, right? So... Uh, this book is super awesome. Uh, I just basically wanted to read it so that when I start working with this YouTube agency, um, you know, I'm not coming in completely like, you know, a novice or not understanding what's, you know, what's going on. So they're going to do all the work, but I want to understand the work that they're doing um, once we get underway. So, so it was really cool to read about that. Now, so my goal today is actually to watch a lot of YouTube. And uh, just see, like, the, th- the, the ads where I'm like, oh, I get drawn in past the first five seconds, that means they had a good skip stopper. It doesn't, there isn't really, like, a formula for, you know, do this, and it's a good skip stopper. It's kind of like analyze other videos and see, you know, kind of like what they use. So if you thought, think about it as, like, um, like a long-form sales letter, like, a, you know, someone's flipping through a magazine they're in a doctor's office. They're just waiting to get in and go to their appointment. They don't really give a crap about this magazine. Just flipping through the pages randomly. They flip to a page, the headline, they kind of scan it, and then it brings them in and they decide that they want to keep reading the, the ad, right? So the headline is kind of like the skip stopper, right? Like they were flipping through the magazine. They see this headline and it gets their attention and not only gets their attention it evokes their curiosity or piques their interest or whatever and gets them to keep going so it's kind of like that right but in today's world like i mean people know when they click on the video and an ad comes up they are dying to hit that skip button because they know like they just want to watch the ad or video that they you know found on the list or that they selected and then they already know that there's going to be an ad in front of it. They know that you, what you're showing them is an ad for something. And they know that they already probably watch too many ads. So you have a lot of stuff working against you. But here's the good news is that if they do hit the skip button, you don't have to pay for showing that ad. So that's, you know, that's kind of the trade-off. But if your ad is skipped too much, YouTube will eventually just kind of stop showing it because they know that it's just going to get skipped, right? And if it does get shown all the way through, you're going to have to pay more because uh, <clears throat> because of the quality they they will assume that the quality of your ad is lower because people are skipping it so much. So not only do you have to make a good ad, uh, you got to make sure that it, it doesn't get skipped. Like people will talk about like, oh, YouTube, it's great to advertise on there because if you, you know, if they don't like your thing, they'll hit the skip button and then you don't have to pay for it, uh, which is good uh, in a way. But again, if it's skipped too much, uh, it'll wind up costing you. So, so that's what I was learning about YouTube ads. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of that app. I was talking about it yesterday. I think it's called speechtotexter.com. Oh, man. I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to, like, repeat it out loud, like, three times so it's in my brain. And then uh, I'll try to uh, 
remember to mention it again tomorrow because it is awesome. Seriously, it is so good at... Um, this lady's driving beside me and she's looking down her lap, barely looking at the road. It's crazy. Uh, but it is so good as far as its accuracy level when it comes to reading your speech. Uh, it knows what you're saying uh, so good. Like, I barely I barely have to edit any kind of changes where, you know, where I thought I said, you know, like, swoop and it put in soup or something like that. Um, it's amazing at reading your voice. So the cool thing about, about that is that I can just dictate a lot of stuff to it. And, um, you know, instead of typing, um, I just kind of talk for a minute or two. And then next thing you know, I've got like a page of stuff, copy, paste that into over into my Google document that I'm working on as far as whether it's an email or a story or a sales letter or whatever, paste it in there. And then I'm just making edits, right? I'm not trying to, you know, fire this thing up from scratch. I'm just editing, um, my existing content thoughts and it just goes so much faster it's so much faster man it's so great speechtotexter.com I think so speechtexter.com maybe it's that I'm sorry it's yeah um I went over to I think I searched like chrome extension it isn't even a chrome extension it's its own separate website and uh, it's cool. It's got like nifty features. So you can say like, you know, new paragraph. And then it's like you hitting the enter key. And um, there's like an auto save feature for your text. But I only, only ever usually do like one page at a time. Because uh, I'm too afraid of, of losing something. I'll do a page, copy it over. Do another page, copy it over. And it is, oh, it's so damn good. Because I've looked at other things, like, way back in the day, I think there was a program called, like, Dragon Naturally Speaking, and, uh, that was, like, an expensive program, and I'm not sure how good it worked. Um, I don't even know if I ever tried a demo of it. Then, kind of, there was, like, a, you know, voice recognition component inside Windows, but it was, yeah, it was crap. It had a really hard time understanding your, your voice. Uh, but now this website, oh man, it is the king, that's it, I've anointed it the king. So, today, what am I doing today? So I'm going to crank out some, uh, oh, and I'll tell you a story about my, my cleanse. Today I'm going to bang out, uh, this email series, I got lots of emails to write today, like, a ton. But the cool thing is, is that, now that I've learned the story framework, it's really easy to turn them into, like, a soap opera series, um, because each email is like a component of the story, right? So the first part is going to be the setup, right? And then the setup ends with a bit of a cliffhanger, right? Next email is going to be um, the crisis, right? What happened to, to get the hero of the story to go and take action, right? So right there you've got five or six emails just based just breaking it up into those formats and that's the cool thing with stories is you can make them as long or as short as you want right i can i can tell the setup in like two paragraphs or i can tell it in like 10 paragraphs right as much as i want to put into uh the email to get people reading and i'm 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 about more detail than less the more vivid you make it the more you describe it so the person's like oh man i totally know that that type of setting i've been there before i you know, I, I recognize that, you know, that that sound or that smell or whatever. So, 
So I'm about vivid details now, and I've got an awesome book uh, to make me an even better storyteller coming tomorrow, and I cannot wait to just, like, yeah, consume that entire thing um, before the next weekend is out. So, so really awesome uh, emails that I got to write up today. A lot of incorporating a lot of story and uh, getting some more action from my list because I know that I'm not emailing enough. And uh, I've got people who've opted in who are interested in copywriting who are just sitting around idle. So it is time for some emails, mofos. And, uh, oh, the cleanse. So let me tell you about the cleanse. Uh, yeah, cleansing means that you're going to be hungry. But it wasn't actually that bad. Like I was for the first two days, I was like, oh man, I'm like drastically underfed. This is not fun. And I was being kind of, you know, a whiny little bitch about it. So the the best part was the apple cider vinegar. Uh, there was an apple cider vinegar drink at night, and I think that's what kind of did it. Like I, the weird thing is, is that I would sometimes I would get heartburn at night, and during the entire time that we were on this, I, I did not. Um, I didn't. My wife said like you were you were almost silent, like you were barely snoring at all. And I know there's other times when I've been like roaring. And she's like literally like shoved me and be like, you're snoring, can you roll over type thing? And I feel bad because it's like, man, I, I wish that I wasn't. I wish that, you know, or if I could like hear myself doing it that I would just kind of like, you know, wake up and, and stop snoring or something like that. But so, I mean, obviously weight loss is a good thing. It's been six days and I'm down five pounds from when we started. I could tell I had to go down a notch on my belt buckle and, uh, yeah, and it's not like, a, okay, it's done. Like, tonight we're going to have, um, you know, tonight could have been like, all right, we're going to order like a baked spaghetti and a loaf of garlic bread, and we're just going to go carb insanity here. Uh, but I'm not I'm not really feeling like a huge craving for carbs. Um, I definitely want a steak tonight, but it's going to be like, you know, normally the kind of salad, spinach salad with, you know, some nuts and some vinaigrette and some chopped up avocado inside. Um, you know, the only change to that is uh, I'm going to be adding a steak to it, you know, and uh, it's a, a nice reasonably sized steak and not a big giant, like, you know, porterhouse or something like that. So it's good. I'm, I'm really liking this change. And, uh, I told my wife, I'm like, let's keep doing the apple cider vinegar, uh, at night. I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's super tangy and it doesn't, it smells like a foot and it tastes a little bit worse. And, uh, but I think it's like, it's, it's good. It's good for me. I can feel like, I feel different. I feel better. And you know, anytime you lose weight, it's just, you know, you go, especially if you're like going up the stairs, you know, you just feel like you're not maybe dragging your ass as much type thing. And it's just, it's been really good. So it was called, what was it called? It was called the seven day apple cider vinegar cleanse. And, uh, it's funny because I would have thought there would have been more apple cider vinegar in this cleanse. It should have been called the spinach salad and steamed broccoli cleanse because I think that was like the bulk of what I ate over that time but uh but it was really good I'm I'm you know I'm I'm not, I'm not like glad that it's over I feel like it's like something that's kind of changed me and uh now I'm able to incorporate you know all the positive elements of it the stuff that I really uh, didn't mind at all into into my life going forward so and hey being five pounds lighter it's nice like I literally you know, walked by my wife and she was like, oh, there's less of you. So, I mean, when, you know, when she notices, and especially when you live with someone, um, you know, you don't maybe notice the weight loss that they go through, even like a good chunk, 
um, quite as easily as people who only see you, you know, like maybe, you know, people see you at work or people only see you like, you know, a couple times a year or something like that. You go and lose, you know, 10 pounds or 15 pounds or something like that. They're going to, as soon as they see you, they're going to be like, whoa, right? And then you live with that person. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, totally. That's totally what's going on. So, so it was a good cleanse and it's, um, yeah, it just made me feel good. And I'm, uh, traffic so spicy so spicy <sighs> sorry <laughs> so the uh, so the cleanse is over thrilled about that and uh, yeah not really gonna change too much I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get into a few beers on on Friday cuz uh, I think it's like the last the last last nice day uh, that we've got going on here for um, for the season. It's going to be 26, I'm not sure what that goes to in Fahrenheit, but uh, 26, super nice. Um, yeah, get some barbecue going on and yeah, throw down with some Heineken here. The uh, Looking at the calendar going forward, yeah, this is it. So I want to get on in this one and uh, it was, um, it took some dedication, I'm not gonna lie, last week, last weekend was a holiday weekend, and it was, like, super nice and sunny, it was just begging for some beer and barbecue and that kind of thing, but not me, spinach salad and broccoli, so, but, hey, totally worth it, there's, you know, five pounds less than me, and, uh, I feel good, so, so go do a cleanse, you'll, <laughs> you'll love it. And then when you're done the cleanse, that beer will taste just a little bit better. But, uh, so enough about Sean's, like, uh, cleanse and barbecue podcast. Um, go write up some emails. Go try out this text-to-speech tool. It's speech-to-texter. I always say text-to-speech. It's not text-to-speech. It's speech-to-text because you're talking, and then it turns it into words. So speech-to-texter.com, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to check that out today because it's annoying me that I don't remember, but, um... But yeah, then I'm going to, uh, my offer is pretty much squared away for uh, promoting AWAI. Let's see if I can recall it off the top of my head. And you tell me if you think this is an awesome offer. So to go be a copywriter, um, like for me, I went and learned it because I didn't want to have to hire a copywriter um, and risk getting crap, right? I was an internet marketer who made information products. I was just learning this skill so that I didn't have to, so I could do it myself and I wouldn't have to pay for it. But then, after that, um, I put myself, I listed myself on the funnel Rolodex under, like, funnel-type stuff, right? The owner of the funnel Rolodex uh, sent out emails, was, like, meeting with people who were on the funnel Rolodex to, you know, give them kind of encouragement and um, advice on how to, you know, make more money on there. Obviously, people make more money. The Funnel Rolodex makes more money because they do take a cut of whatever's transacted through there, right? And good on them, as they should. So I met with the guy, and he was talking. He was like, yeah, our number two most popular category is copywriting. I literally do not have enough copywriters for the people that are looking for copywriters inside the Funnel Rolodex. So I was like, okay. Um, so I set myself up 
with, I came up with a few copywriting offers and put them on there, and that's kind of how things got started. Um, first it was webinars, and then, so I went from webinars to writing some other sales copy for, in the real estate niche, um, and it just kind of went from there, and it's, it's one of those things, when you first do it, you're like, oh, I'm a little nervous, is this going to be good copy? But it's like, you know, when you've gone through basic training and then they send you out into a war zone, right? The bullet starts flying, the explosions start going off, and you just kind of remember your training and you will be okay. And that's just kind of what happened. You just, you know, you were trained to do it, so you do it. So as far as the offer, so I'm giving them, the first thing that I'm doing is giving them a case study. I call it the $1,000 easy money case study. So I take them through and kind of show them um, how I secured a job with a client for $1,000 to do up some email. Then, uh, what's m- the, the most important part of there is um, I show them how I did uh, my research, right? Because if you do your research properly, it makes the, the whole writing like extremely easy. Um, the second bonus is that they get, oh boy, let's see, what else was it? I can't even remember. Dang, sorry, I wanted to go through this through. So, so that website and the offer. So I think we'll talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. And uh, I'll give you more details on it. And you can tell me if you think it's an awesome offer. So people who are thinking about going, either becoming a copywriter or doing like me. And they just want to know the skills so that they can either do it themselves or be able to, you know, if they do get copywritten, they'll know the difference between good and bad. And they, if they get stuff that's like mediocre, they can just, you know, touch it up and fix it. But... So that's what I'm coming up with. I think it's going to be an awesome offer. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about it more in the next episode. I'll see you then. Out! Here's a warning for you. Don't try to sell anything online until you hear these three facts. Fact number one. If your stuff isn't selling, it's probably because your sales copy sucks. And here's why. If you're not a copywriter, trying to write sales copy that converts is going to be rough. Which takes us to fact number two. Don't hire a copywriter and make the same $2,000 mistake that I made. See, way back early on in my journey, I had a product that I wanted to sell, but I wasn't a copywriter and I didn't know how to write sales copy, so I went out and I hired one. Or so I thought. See, what I got back was barely what I would call sales copy. And the worst part is, is that the sales letter cost me $2,000, which was now gone, and I didn't make any sales of my product. So I vowed from that day, I would never pay for crappy sales copy again. Which takes us to fact number three. Becoming a good copywriter is long, boring, expensive, and you can take this shortcut instead. You see, it takes four and a half feet of books, 10,000 hours spent practicing, and over $10,000 invested into trainings, courses, and eBooks about copywriting. Do you consider reading old sales letters and get this, copying them out by hand, the same sales letter multiple times to be the way that you'd like to spend your time? because that's how you get really good at copywriting. Trust me, I know the price. But you get to skip all that because you can just take the shortcut and go directly to how to generate the words that sell your stuff in less time than it takes to brew a pot of coffee without all the books, courses, and thousands of dollars of investment. Now I'm talking about funnel scripts because if you're trying to sell something and it's not selling so good, it's probably your sales copy. I want you to remember this story. One of my mentors, Jim Edwards, was trying to sell a product. He had his traditional sales letter, he had his headline at the top, and then all of his sales copy underneath that, detailing the the product and how it was the solution to everyone's problem. 
and he started running some traffic to his sales letter, but nothing was happening. He wasn't making any sales. So, so for most of us, we could have thought, oh, was it the product? Maybe they don't like the offer. Maybe I need to tear everything down and start from scratch. But Jim realized when it comes to good sales copy, 80% of the people reading your sales letter are going to stop if the headline isn't effective. So all he did was go, create a new headline, swapped it out on his sales letter, sent some more traffic, and the sales started rolling in. Now the great thing is, is when you go and invest in funnel scripts, I'm gonna give you some kick-ass bonuses to show you how to use funnel scripts to pay for funnel scripts using my funnel scripts side hustle bonus. I know, crazy, right? Just go over to seanbaylor.com forward slash fast track and you can see what I'm talking about. You'll get access to funnel scripts and all of your bonuses today and I will see you inside.